Well, thanks for participating in another uh, podcast. We have uh, Bruce Benjamin here today, a longtime friend of mine who has created quite a presentation called 78,400 Hours. So, hey, welcome to the uh, podcast, Bruce. Hi, Chad. Welcome. Thank you uh, for participating. So, as we usually start, can you give us a few minutes of history as to how do you get to a place where it's 78,400 Hours? And what are you doing with that today? Well, I had a couple milestones in my life and realized that after 40 years in business, I had spent 78,400 hours working. And uh, during that time, I, I made over three quarters of a million decisions and uh, in a number of different businesses. So share with us this, right? So you get out of school, college, I'm assuming, and you go to work. Do you start at your first company, or where, how did you end up getting into the manufacturing business where you spent all those hours? Well, um, yeah, I went to college, and I met a nice girl, got married, bought a house, uh, and had a job. My first job was a sales job at a service company. And then I uh, went from that company to a uh, manufacturer that I worked for for many years, then started a a, uh, uh, a fund uh, trading options went from there back to uh, to manufacturing and uh, had the opportunity to take over uh, uh, an industrial manufacturing company in 1990 uh, which I then expanded out into a number of other businesses so it starts in 1990 and you get in there and before you took it over what were some of the roles that you had inside the company well uh, Prior to taking over, I was the vice president of manufacturing, which really had to do with scheduling and having uh, purchasing answered to me and labor and everything else. And then I went from that to become a, becoming the CFO. The CFO. So you have a financial background in your in your uh, background as well to be able to take on a CFO role like that. Yeah, really, it was sort of the uh, invention of computers in business, and nobody in the organization really had a knack or concept for it. And uh, we moved into the first computer platform. And uh, I was elected to uh, to learn it. And because of that, became very uh, versed in the financial workings of the business and, and how it was all set up on the computer networks. So when you're running a manufacturing firm and it's cost intensive, it's very easy for the financials and with staff and employees uh, to get expensive, costly, and maybe having to start borrowing money, and then getting into uh, situations around that. Um, what did you do as a CFO and someone that was in control uh, to help to help with making sure that the financials were in order? Well, one of the things that easily gets out of hand is uh, your accounts receivable. And one of the things that we devised and instituted was on these big ticket industrial items was uh, making the customers pay a down payment on the project. And uh, where there was certainly resistance to that uh, by offering a good pricing and a high-quality product and, and extra other incentives like better warranties, we were able to bridge that gap and, uh, and help out financially with that. Uh, the other thing was getting very stringent controls on, on receivables and who you're selling to. It can very easily get out of hand. And with that, right, as you start to grow, and have collaborations with other organizations. How many employees were you managing uh, at its peak? Its very peak in the in the different organizations as they came together 
was probably about 85 people. 85 people and many millions of dollars in sales, and you were in charge. So at what point did you go from being the CFO to then taking over the CEO role? Uh, that happened in 1990, where I had the opportunity due to the retirement of some of the principals to uh, go into a contract to buy the central company out and then run it the way I wanted to, uh, which was to use it for a platform to start other companies that were diverse. So you've been able to do that for 18 plus years, and now you're looking forward where you've had successes. Uh, now you want to go out into the public and to be able to share the experience of what you've learned with 78,400 hours of work. Right, because they're not all successes. Um, it becomes a trial and error, and there are certain pitfalls that I've seen is the up and down of markets and the economy and employment situations. And therefore, uh, I've learned from those and want to really share those with both my clients uh, that I do the consulting for, but also to a broader group. Um, and I've distilled this down to really an hour of the high points from these 78,400 hours. Um, <clears throat> how does someone find you, Bruce, if they want to hire you or bring you in to do a uh, presentation or a speech? Well, currently, anybody can go to my website, which is 78,400hours.com. They can also email me directly at bruce at 78,400hours.com. And it'll give you a little by a background and ways of contacting me. There's a contact page on there, or like I said, you can email me directly, and uh, I'd be glad to talk to everybody who contacts me. So uh, getting back to now you're running this company, and you have some key points that you like to share with people. What would you say is the number one pitfall or negative that, that has happened in corporate America or in your companies that you have learned how to avoid uh, going forward? Well, probably the, the biggest thing is, and it's really a contraindicator and goes against everybody's natural feelings, and that's growing too fast. Growing too fast creates a headache that just won't go away. So with growing too fast, right, so now you have to buy the materials, you have to have the employees that staff it, you possibly have to find another location to be able to house and warehouse, and now you have to deal with shipping it, and getting trucks and all the other pieces that have to do with it. Right, all those, and it's what happens to the finances. And there are organic ways of growing, and it depends on the industry. Some industries have a very high potential for growth in a short period of time. Uh, definitely service companies, but manufacturing companies have a very low tolerance for growth because of the capitalization costs that are uh, inherent in manufacturing. So one of the things that a lot of people listen to this show and say, you know, I want to make a million dollars a year or I want my company to go from $5 million to $10 million. And then there's people out there that this has happened to. Just because a company does $10 million in sales or even 20 or $50 million doesn't mean that the owners or the partners actually get to make um, a lot of money if their financials aren't uh, in order and if the banks are extremely involved via debt and other areas. Absolutely. The, the uh, burden of debt uh, can really scuttle all your plans. And to be honest with you, it's better to be running a $5 million company and making a healthy amount of profit than running a $20 million a year company that has nothing but headaches. If you were to share one golden nugget on the positive side that causes uh, growth or uh, sales technique or something that 
that you like to share with uh, your friends or people in business? What, what do you think that would be? Um, absolutely is don't try and sell things to people that aren't necessarily interested. Spend your marketing time finding the customers that you can provide solutions for. It's much better use of your time. And um, now that you're finding the right people, what what would you share with us as maybe your favorite book or a couple of books that you that you have enjoyed that can help people with wisdom and knowledge? Well, I certainly think that Profit First is one that gives you a different angle on the way of things to look at. Um, the thing is, when you read some of the books, they don't necessarily strike a tone with you because they're really thinking differently than you, but you really have to be open to these kind of inventive ideas. Um, and I would say that's the big thing, is to take what you can from these ideas that are really working for people. Great. And as someone brings you in to be able to speak or conduct a workshop or to be able to um, help other people, right? what are the types of people that you want to be able to be in front of to be able to present to or to give of your services to? Well, I've kind of tailored, um, because of my own experience in different industries, uh, the message and how it goes. Certainly people that are looking to start a business or entrepreneurs that already have a business and may have run into some roadblocks or uh, things aren't meeting their expectations. Also one of the areas that I really like to concentrate on is professional service organizations. Dentists, doctors, lawyers, people who definitely don't have a business background but are running businesses. And they, as professionals <clears throat> they seem to forget that. They're tied up in their profession and aren't really well educated on the business side and how they have to manage their own personal time. Also, people that are working in a big organization have to understand that even though you're working for this giant company, you're actually selling a service to that company and you have to look at yourself as a business. So I like to ask people um, if their name is, is Fred, that you're actually Fred Inc. And you have to look at yourself that way with your relationship with your employer. So I can tailor it for the professionals, for the entrepreneurs, for people who are looking to start business, and people that are in careers and are looking to advance their own careers. So that all sounds exciting. Just give us your phone number so they could call you if they want to reach you. I'm reachable at 847-924-3984. I have that phone with me all the time, and I'm always getting calls. So thank you, Bruce, for coming in. I hope everyone had a chance to be able to learn something. I know that I did. It's Chad Co. with Mastermind Connections, having some fun doing podcasts and uh, giving people a chance to get a new perspective. Have a great day. Thanks, Chad.